everybody welcome back to the scb steelers podcast presented by deck roofing incorporated of south florida and speaking of florida very honored and pleased once again to have ellie finnerty with us tonight from somewhere in that state i won't reveal any more than that um <laughs> but um she is once again uh, on location at, at uh, her dog sitting site where she is trying to keep track of a couple of four-legged uh pups running around there like crazy so uh ellie how have you been it's been a little while i've been good very very busy very busy but um yeah, yeah. what now um just busy with work dog sitting all these things busy with both yeah mainly work and also we've had um i don't know if you know but uh for people flying internationally they don't have to have as many covid covid tests now i hope you hear that that was bad um and so um my family have been visiting, so I've had a lot of people visit. Oh, wonderful! I, I yeah. thought I saw. Did I see a picture of Hogwarts uh, on your Instagram? Yeah. I took my dad to Hogwarts yesterday. <laughs> Always a good time, from what I'm told. I'll probably never go, but that's okay. Um, and uh, also joining me are those other two guys, uh, Ben and uh, Scarps. Ian's on vacation with his family, um, uh, and and uh, wish uh, Ian all the best there surviving like 3,000 kids in this hot, humid weather uh, that we're dealing with, which is basically what Nelly deals with all the time. So a lot of stuff going on. Um, Steelers-wise, there's a, a few injury things to talk about. We'll obviously talk about the, the quarterback race, which right now is between like three jackasses, not thoroughbreds. Um, and maybe that's not fair. I don't know. Uh, Deontay Johnson signs a, a new deal, which we'll get to uh, – Robert Spillane, is he about ready to uh, uh, unseat Devin Bush? They're a linebacker. There's all kinds of things going on. So the one thing I did want to start out with um, is within the AFC North, and it's with our friends there in Cleveland, um, Deshaun Watson. Uh, most of you by now know that um, the independent arbiter, a former judge, uh, ruled six weeks uh, would be his suspension. No fine. Um or anything to that extent. And so now the ball is in the court of the National Football League, which is how this works. And really, it's in Roger Goodell's hands now. Um, from everything that I'm gathering, it sounds like they want to go much harsher, uh, maybe a year, maybe indefinite suspension, slapping him with some sort of fine, and all these things. But a lot of this is because of the backlash of fans. Um, by and All large, unless All you were a fan of the Cleveland Browns, people were up in arms about it. A this. lot of female fans from the Browns had issues too. Well, I, and, and ben, some males, have, but a lot, mo a lot more females. And and look, I, you know, we we talked about this before we started the show. Um, as Steelers fans, this is not the easiest subject to talk about because we know that we had a quarterback that had a couple of incidents that that made Steeler fans really uh, question some things. And so we are not by any stretch living in a glass house, okay? But we're in the here and now, and this is what's going on. And so, Ellie, I just I, I want to know as 
an NFL fan, a Steelers fan, uh, you saw six games. What was your first thought when you saw that? Um, I think I'd be surprised, honestly, if anyone was seriously surprised. The NFL has a um, has set a precedent for themselves, which is decades long of um, inconsistent and often pretty weak forms of punishment, um, unless you smoke weed or place bets. Um, and so I'm not surprised, especially I did see um, the judge. I do forget her name. Um, Susan the- Henderson. Robinson. Oh, Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. That's right. One of the comments she made was something uh, to following in the pattern that Roger Bell has set. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Was part of the reason that she made the choices that she made. So the NFL being up in arms should be looking in the mirror. Um, it might. Um, a thing that was kind of strange about her comments as well, one thing I noticed uh, the briefing that was posted online was um, it was considered uh, non-violent, but he's not allowed to have massages by anyone other than NFL-approved personnel. So that uh, you know that that kind of gives you two schools of thought: either they really didn't think he was responsible for anything he's been accused uh, mm-hmm. of, and they're protecting him by removing the risk of someone accusing. Or uh, they do feel that he is a risk and they are protecting women from him. So mm-hmm. that's a, the latter. That's a point that they're going to have to um, confirm or deny, I suppose. No, I, I think that's a great observation to make. And that, that was the ruling is that, oh, well, he can only have NFL or Cleveland Browns approved massage therapists now and in only specific locations and, and, and all this stuff. But yet, boy, nothing was violent. Nothing was inappropriate. You know, no, 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 no. She didn't. She didn't say nothing was inappropate. I know. I threw that in there. Uh, ben, what? Obviously, you're not thrilled by this. No, I, I, I thought it was bullshit. By the same token, I agree with what Ellie just said in so much as she she punished him with a six game suspension because the NFL had been so inconsistent and she pointed that out yeah she said the NFL had proven their case that he was that he had exhibited predatory behavior her word not mine that he represented a danger to the women he had interacted with she said that yep. he represented a danger to the women he had interacted with and that he was <clears throat> a risk to the integrity of the NFL that the NFL had proven all of that. Mm-hmm. And she said, I mean, basically she gave them everything that they needed in her ruling to appeal her discipline. She said, you've done this previous to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm bound by that because there's precedent, but you proved your case. Now clean up your house. Okay. If you want this to be a longer suspension, Make it a longer suspension. Set a new precedent. I'm not going to set precedent for you. I'm not doing that. So, so in other but, words, she, she's basically set the table for Goodell. She set the table for Goodell, yeah. and all he has to do is just say, yeah, we we proved it, and this is going to be the punishment going forward for this kind of thing. And I think they're going to throw the book at him. I they, they offered him at least a year, an indefinite suspension. They, they wanted him to have to reapply mm-hmm. for – 
for uh, eligibility to play again. Um, that's their end game right now is is pushing him out for a year. Now they could hypothetically because the the union is threatening to sue them in federal court, mm-hmm. they'll lose just like the last few guys that, that sued them in federal court. They're going right. to go back and go, no, federal court's going to say, you don't have standing here because it's in the CBA yeah. that the commissioner can decide these appeals, like it's it or not, yep. he can, you're out. Yep. But what they're going to do is air a bunch of dirty laundry about the owners. That's the threat. So hypothetically, they could negotiate something between 12 between excuse me six and 17 games let's Mm -hmm. say 12 games Mm -hmm. and also a massive fine he made 10 million dollars last year sitting at home yes he did he made 10 million dollars last year sitting at home i was told he was i was told he served a suspension last year you know whatever browns fan told you that was full of shit browns fans he took the year off. He was on the commissioner's exempt list getting paid. He made $10 mm-hmm. million dollars last year. Because he didn't want to play for that team anymore. Correct. Too. Yep. Correct. Or so Deshaun. Or Deshaun Watson, right? If they find him $10 million on top of suspending him for X number of games this year, they could they could reasonably say, effectively, we've suspended this guy for over a year. Okay? So they, they could make that case. We're talking about a guy, and I'll I'll recap it again. And, you know, I'm sorry. I don't feel like I live in a glass house. When all this shit went down with Ben, I boxed up all my Ben shit because my name is Ben, and I had all kinds of crap. I had a jersey. I had T-shirts. I had a bobblehead. I had a football he'd signed. I boxed it up, and I sent it to the Steelers and said, I don't need this anymore. Okay? I will still root for the team. I, I hope he redeems himself somehow, but I've never worn his shit since. And, and I won't. And I, it's not like I think he's a, a terrible, awful human being. I think he made a horrible, terrible mistake putting himself in that position. And that it it shows a pattern of really poor judgment on his part during that, that time frame in his life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he's gotten past that. Watson is a fucking predator. Okay. And if you can't see that, sorry. You can unfollow me, block me on fucking Twitter. I don't give a shit. Fuck you. Seriously, I don't care. 66 people, 66 women that he he approached on Instagram for massages. Okay? This is Harvey Weinstein-esque behavior. Very much so. Okay? Best case. Very best case. He was hoping to exploit the power dynamic to get some easy sex. And worst case, he's a predator. All right? Only, you know, or something in between that. Mm-hmm. He, he acknowledges that one woman was very upset at the end of the massage. We've heard the whole happy baby rub my taint thing. I don't know why he didn't hire hookers. I The guy was making tens of millions of dollars yeah. a year. Okay. Yeah. I think in his mind that if it was just a massage and he was getting some sex out of it, that there was nothing wrong with it. It was just a massage as opposed to hiring a hooker. That would actually be cheating on his girlfriend or something. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck was going through this guy's head. There are true but, professionals for that duty. I'm just exactly. saying. Right. And they keep it to themselves. So, so Ryan, I want to give you a shot here, but I also want you to kind of walk us through a little bit, if you can, what the Browns PR must be doing right about now, because they've got to be prepared for a, a number of different scenarios here. So what, what are your thoughts, first of all? 
Yeah, I mean, a couple things, and we'll get back to the Browns PR. But but Ellie, I do agree. Like, I wasn't surprised by by the by the decision, but also I I'm sorry. I yeah, wasn't surprised by the decision. Um, but I, I felt like she sort of gave the NFL like sort of a taste of their own medicine, right? Like, hey, this is like like. Yeah. Hey, here's a. I know A, B, C, and D, but E, you basically have yeah, have so botched she, this at every yeah. opportunity. She so, said you fix it. So I don't fault her um, because she was. It, it was clear that based on what was presented to her, uh, I think she. I think she probably wanted to go more, but I also think she was kind of like, you know what? Based on based on the past, I'm going to go with what you probably would have done in the first place. Um, but for this, for this, for this specific example, um, getting back to Brown's PR, oh, don't envy them at all because it no, at no point it, during this whole thing has Deshaun Watson shown any remorse. None, um, you know. And yeah, I, my first, my first month on the job with the Steelers was dealing with Ben in Milledgeville. Um, ben with the slick back, long hair, and that ugly burgundy shirt. <laughs> first time I ever met him. Um, and, but he said the right things. He did the right things. He did clean up his image. He got married. He had a family and some, you know, even Steelers fans will be like, oh, that was all, that's all a show, yada, 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 whatever. But he, but he, but he did what he needed to do to re, to reshape his image. Right. Um, Deshaun Watson hasn't done any of that. He still thinks he never did anything wrong, which is really strange to me because, you know, I, I don't want to I don't want to take away any of the any of the accusations. I don't want to you know, I don't I wasn't there three sides to every story. Mine, yours and the truth. Sure. I, I don't sure. know what would happen. But, you know, when the, when there's that many women, you have to assume something that ha- something happened. But, you know, I just yeah. I just want to say I, I don't want to go full Hulk Hogan joining the NWO right now. But but. The amount of Browns fans that that just took so much delight in only six games, like, listen, I know, yes, you beat the Steelers in that wild card game a couple years ago, yep. and you know what, that's great, and you'll hang your head on that forever. And you know what, uh, if LeBron James uh, didn't take pity on the city of Cleveland and return after he already left because he hated that miserable shithole, uh, and then he come back and actually. Literally, good for LeBron and Kyrie and Kevin Love being yeah. down 3-1 against the 70-win Warriors and winning a championship for Cleveland. If that championship doesn't happen, uh, Cleveland is, like, worse than Detroit. No offense to Michigan people or Detroit people out there because I'm a big Bob Seger fan. But the point being is that I know Browns fans are just fucking clinging to anything they can, and they just want to act you know, they just want to be relevant. And they're like, look, we got this great quarterback. And listen, he's a great quarterback. He yeah. really is. He's talented, athletic, very smart. Well, maybe not. But, uh, you know, so I understand Browns fans for wanting to hold on to this. But, like, come on. Like, like this dude is definitely bad news. And the worst part about it is Steelers fans wanted him. And probably half the league wanted him. Oh, and they man. didn't give a shit about all of this because winning – trumps everything it does and that, that's a great point how many receipts are out there in the twitter sphere yeah. of steelers fans saying i don't care give me deshaun watson let's trade blah 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 for him i don't think anybody it. on the show right now wanted him no okay I, I feel very I, comfortable saying this. thank god the steelers didn't want him 
Thank no. God. No. I, didn't no Russell, I didn't even run. I didn't even want Russell Wilson, who seems like no. a pretty decent guy. Nor did I. Yeah, he's okay. It just would have cost yeah. too much, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, Wilson's Wilson's. You know, he seems like a pretty decent guy. He's upstanding. Yeah. Maybe a little bit pompous, but he's upstanding at least. You know. Yeah. I mean, he's he doesn't have any criminal background that I know of. No, no. Uh, I mean, he's he's an upstanding guy. He's just he's a little yeah. bit of a douchebag about it. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Um. So, Ellie, at the end of the day, um, you know, y- your life does not hang in the balance here between what Roger Goodell decides or anything like that. Um, what do you expect to happen? I actually don't know um, because it would be unprecedented at this stage to make any grand gesture of change. Um, I, I, I'm, most people are assuming a year and a hefty fine, a fine, mm-hmm. at the um, mm-hmm. but that's, that's as much as I can predict at this stage because, um, historically, uh, the, the punishment that has already been laid down is the standard. So, um, mm-hmm. anything else would be, would be. Uh, a unique circumstance, which you could argue this was. So that's what I assume. I'm not sure. When do we expect to hear anything? When? What, Ben? Um, It won't be. They'll probably wrap it up before the season starts, is my guess. Yes. They said they're going to expedite this. But they'll sue right away. Yes. And they'll try to get a stay. I don't think they'll get it. And I think she intentionally wrote her decision the way that she did, knowing that the courts might scrutinize it later and go, okay, you obviously are saying that the NFL proved their case. So there's really nothing to appeal there. All we're talking about is the length of the suspension. So he's not going to be able to start the season. He's still going to be suspended for at least six games. Right. Right. That's what the I was NFL gonna is going to seek is going to seek you know, a quick appeal and his lawyers may try and stall it so they can start playing week seven. Mm-hmm. So, real quick. Goodell appointed. It's not going to be Goodell. He, it's his name's Peter Harvey. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Uh, former attorney general of the state of New Jersey. Okay. Uh, no. So he, I mean, I'm, he, I'm he picked a guy on purpose. Who's going to no question throw the book yeah. at him. So He's... real quick. And yeah. I'm asking, does, does, does a fine, and I don't know this. Is this just about the number of games or the overall punishment? My understanding is it's going to be both. Okay. Um, it, it's number of games, but one of the things that most were very upset by was the fact that there was Sorry. no fine. Okay. He, he, he really wasn't. He was losing game checks, the six game checks, um, but he still was going to make a tremendous amount of money, and that's what rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Okay. But. Anyway, uh, real quick, let me just remind you, we are brought to you by Deck Roofing of South Florida. They serve Broward in the Southern Palm Beach counties, whether commercial, industrial, residential, multifamily, or condos. Contact Deck Roofing today by visiting Deck, that's D-E-K, roofing.com. Let's turn to the Steelers, guys. One final thing on Watson, real quick. Go for it. Yeah. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to find him a lot. I think yep. they're going to suspend him 10 games. Okay. 
that would mean that his first game back would be at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on uh, November 27th. Made for TV, baby. I don't know, man. I I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be there. more. I think it's going to be more substantial than than ten games, and I I think there's going to be a fine on top of that. Okay. Yeah. That's I just, think I, I think what they want is seventeen games, yeah. and a fine. And if they can't get it, if it's fewer games, they're going to seek a bigger fine. Right. <laughs> it, it's going to be a constant given yeah. push push pull. I, I, it's like I okay, it's, you you want to come back early? It's you're going to yeah. buy games. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk Steelers. Deontay Johnson um and, and good look, deal for all the way around both parties great deal both sides the the parameters are very very simple uh this is a two-year added on to this year okay two-year extension um, yes two-year extension and it'll pay him a little more than 18 mil per year um and and again we're going to dive into why it was good for both in, in a second here but um i i mean ellie you want some Oh, you, you got Basil Hayden also tonight? Long Me too. distance dedication over here. Long distance. Ellie, you, want, you want some whiskey? Well, uh, you got the American Top 40, Mike, Mark. <laughs> I mean, like Casey Gasem over there. You're Casey good to go, Gasem. man. And kids, keep preaching for the stars. Keep yeah. your feet on the ground. Um, Ellie, were you surprised that they got something done? Did you think that uh, Deontay would just play this year and then they'd have to either franchise tag him or let him walk? Or I mean, what, what did you think when you heard that today? Um, I love DJ. We all know this. He's one of my favorites. Can't help myself. Yeah. Um, so I was very really happy. good player. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he's a great player. Um, I I don't think I was actually surprised. I think I was. I think people made out that he was being more stubborn and unwilling than he really was. I know he was getting a lot of flack for it on. Sure. I, I, I think I think his agent was doing his job is the best way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I think, Ben, I think you pointed this out to somebody in a Twitter conversation. I, I think fans make way more of the drops than oh, yeah. the team does. He had five you know, drops last year on 160 some odd targets. You know, I'm like, and, really? And then then people start nitpicking and they start, well, geez, when did he drop the ball? Yeah, well, well, I mean, when? I mean, you know, there I, were huge I, moments and he folded and blah, blah, it blah. It does matter. Uh, it, it, <laughs> of course it, it matters, but it it, it does, but I, I, you know, just, the, I know. The likelihood that he's going to continue to have these problems, he's gotten better every single season. And young players get better. This is just, you know, the, the way things work. Clay, Chase Claypool, I expect him to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, Deontay, I expect What's him that? to get better. Uh, I expect, uh, based upon what we've seen so far, Mainly in just shorts, George Pickens to be an incredibly at, an incredibly athletic wide receiver. Yep, um, and apparently a head case. Um, good doggy, give her some kisses. Look at her, he. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not watching the show, uh, one of the dogs Ellie's uh, uh, currently watching has just entered the picture, and uh, was that the pit bull? Yeah, she said it was a really good deal, and she thinks it works well for everyone, and. She likes DJ. Good, good choice, Lola. Good dog, I tell you. I tell so, you. Over quick overview of this deal. Yeah. From my perspective, 
Look, just looking at the cap, basically. Right. I, okay. I, I, what I was told a couple of weeks ago was they were far apart on a long-term deal. And I thought that was going to be like four or five years. Mm-hmm. And that DJ's agent wanted 20 million plus. Which he had every right to ask for. Yeah. Based uh, on look, the market. Given, given the market right now, my God, yeah. of course he did. Absolutely. So the Steelers were obviously a lot lower than that. You know, they were probably yep. closer to the 15 million that everybody was talking about in, in February. February. Yep. So, you know, they meet in the middle. They shorten the term of the deal and they give him 18 and change. He gets a massive raise over what he's making now. Okay. Yep. Still, he's fairly compensated based upon where the market is right now. There are 15 guys now making making 20 million plus at the wide receiver position, which to me is ridiculous, but it is what it is. That's the exactly. market. Yep. That is the market. We said the same thing when Joe Flacco right. got paid. That's the oh market. God. Oh I my know. God. Anyway, so you know, yeah, he's he's making uh he's making 18 million plus, and he gets done in 2024 at age 29. He can go for one more big contract before his career is up. So this is a really good deal for him yes. and a really good deal for the Steelers. They didn't have to come up with a whole bunch of cash, which that's another part of it. I don't know exactly how much of this was guaranteed, but it's it's not going to be a lot of money. It might be one year or something. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and it it just, it all works out pretty well for everybody involved. You know, you, you find some, some room in the middle and you go, Hey, what about this? What if we did this? We shortened it and he could still, he's 29, plenty of prime years left for a wide receiver. You know, who knows what the market's going to be then? Mm-hmm. It's 20 million now. It could be 30 million in two years, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and Ryan, you pointed out earlier today in our discussion that uh, most of these guys that signed these big, massive wide receiver deals, theirs end around 2025, right? Yeah. Everybody, everybody else. So think of this. I, th- I think of this as a new three year deal starting mm-hmm. with this year. Yeah. Um, the other guys, AJ Brown. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Hunter Renfro, Debo Samuel, and DK Metcalf. That's mm-hmm. five, right? Yep. Those guys are under contract through 2025. So Deontay, it, it, agree with Ben and both Ellie. He's a really good player. This is a great deal for both sides. Yep. Um, and if I and if I'm Deontay, I'm like, okay. And I, I brought this up earlier too. Maybe the Steelers floated out there that, hey, listen, we're just going to franchise tag you next offseason and the year after. Uh, because if you think about it, I don't – and I'm not going to get – I'm not, I don't know I don't know any, any bigger name on the team that they would franchise tag next year or the year after. I don't know. So I'm sure there was back and forth. Mm-hmm. But if you're mm-hmm. Deontay, you're like, okay – I don't have to worry about the franchise tag. Worst case scenario is I have my health and I'm 29 years old and I can either re-sign with the Steelers in 2024 or I will probably be a top target wide receiver. And then also I brought this up too. Let's just say this quarterback play sucks this year and his numbers fade. He had great chemistry with Ben. Um, yeah, I know he he's had some drops, he's had some fumbles, and yes, they have been in big situations. But let's just say that the quarterback play this year is shit. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying that he doesn't have to go into free agency with that sort of hanging over his head. It can be, right. okay, 
I got a year with whomever's a quarterback. I still got two more years with the Steelers and then go from there. So really, just, I, yeah, yeah just, just real quick. Uh, Ian pointed this out today in our chat that um, the franchise tag is probably going to be for receivers around 20 million next year. So it, Likely. It, it's a little less than that. And, you know, as a player, I think a lot of fans see that number and they're like, why wouldn't you want to play for all that money? You know, well, there's something to be said for a little security. Um, long term, long term security is huge. $100 million yeah. versus, versus $20 million. Yep. Yeah, and, no, and I, 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 I don't think fans realize that sometimes, you know. The franchise uh, is guaranteed, though. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I get that. Yeah, totally guaranteed money and everything. Um, you know, um, I just want to point this out. Yes. And go ahead and correct Ryan. And we, since we're looking at possibilities for like somebody the team might franchise next season. Okay. Yes, please. Mason okay. Rudolph is a free agent you're next year. Dick. And we know, <laughs> we know that. I mean, you're going to have to resign him when he wins the starting job and fucking leads this team to 17 and 0. And then shut the fuck up. Holy shit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if that happens, you heard it right here. Receipts, as the young kids say. <laughs> Show me the receipts. Oh my god! Uh, wow, you are a dick. But fair. That was pretty good. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I don't see that happening. Uh, real quick here, I do want to remind everybody we're part of the Pigskin Podcast Network, and that means we are very happy to be associated with DraftKings Sportsbook. The next generation of fantasy sports is almost here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now and sign up with promo code TPPN. Click the Rainmakers tile and opt in so you can be ready for the next drop. Please, or excuse me, play free for millions of prizes all football season and build the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmakers football that's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for deets. Check that out, people. That's the DraftKings. Word the kids say, "Isn't that right, Millie?" Deets. Oh yeah. From- I threw that in there. You know, I hang around the youngsters. I hear these words. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back with them in a few weeks. And what, what generation off. is that that you're teaching now? Generation what, 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 A A one. A1, 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 yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, it's not really a, it's not like a bad curse word, but I guess a, a good classic one would be codswallop. What the Whoa, hell is that? Whoa! Codswallop uh, is like you're talking bullshit. You're talking a lot of codswallop. Codswallop. Yes. Is that again? C O G or C O D? C O D S W A L L U P. Codswallop. Codswallop. Wait, what is that's it? That's a new one for me. Tomorrow, I'm, I'm going to point out that Ben is full of Codswallop. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. Type it in the chat. <laughs> I love it. I'll type in the chat, please. Thank uh, you. Yes, please put that in the chat, Ellie, because we I need will. to see that. In word. the mean girl chat. 
the meme, yeah, that's right, the meme girl chat, as we've established from last week's show. Um, yeah, anyway, and hey, the, the Premier League campaign starting. Good luck to your Tottenham Hotspurs. <laughs> Um, as, as they uh, attempt to get a piece of hardware uh, for good old Harry Kane there. I thought that, and, uh, Liv- that Li- Ellie was a Liverpool fan. No, 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 no. She <laughs> taught foul. them. Yes, that is a foul all the way. That's bollocks. Yeah, because we know who is a right? Liverpool it fan. It is bollocks. Yeah. We, we, it's, we knew in us. We it's Codswallop is what it is. Who's a Liverpool Ellie, fan? Uh, his initials are M.M. Mark Madden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He loves Liverpool. What's his profile? Oh. How the fuck would I know that? His profile picture's been Liverpool for like 30 years. Oh. Unless, of course, whatever. you block him or he's blocked you. Which... I don't really pay attention, to be honest. I mean, we, most so of the noticed. shit the guy says, I'm just like, yeah, you're trying to get attention. He's not cool. even the most annoying Pittsburgh sports. Nah, he's guy. really not anymore. But Who we'll is? do a whole show on that coming up later. <laughs> Dunlap? Uh, anyway. Funny? Ellie, have a wonderful evening. Nah, we'll they're talk. harmless, but they're annoying. <laughs> Bye, Ellie. Bye. Good night, Ellie. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Um, what do you guys? Cod swallow. Interesting. You are so full of cod swallow. You're talking bullshit. It's cod swallow. Okay. It's one of the reasons I watch some of these these British shows on like Netflix and Hulu and stuff because I learn this terminology. That's one I had not heard. I thought she was going to say something in Cockney or something that we were like, what? Right. Yeah. And 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 I know it. Or Welsh. Huh? That's true too. I, I don't. Yeah. Well, she's didn't she say she's from like dead center in the UK? Like yeah, but I think could... her I think her father's side is Welsh. Well, is that yeah. what it was? Okay. I believe if she is Welsh. I don't know. To me, I mean, a, 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 an island that small shouldn't have that many frigging cultures. But it's incredible. By, isn't the, it? by the same token, you look at the United States. Well, and I've kind of I've kind of lived all over yeah. Arizona, the Pacific Northwest, Northern California. Florida, uh, Pittsburgh. Gonna say, forgetting one there. Yeah, all of those places have distinctly different cultures Absolutely. to them. Yes, they really do. And though my parents lived in Texas, that's another completely different tech, just completely yes, different is. culture altogether. You go there and you visit, and you're like, okay, well, well that, all right, cultures within cultures. Yeah, and not only that. I mean, yeah. here in Oregon, Fourth of July. We go out to rural Oregon to a rodeo, and it's a completely different culture. Everybody's super Absolutely. nice. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Yep. Super yep. nice. It's just it's a completely different culture, and people are, you know, it's just it's it's amazing to look at everybody's differences when they live this closely to one another. Well, and and, and it's supposed to be something that makes us great, stronger. Un- unfortunately, it's been. Yeah, the last in the other direction, couple, but well, the yeah. last decade or so, it's yeah, yeah, it's been something we used to separate ourselves. Not gonna stay on that any longer. Um, I want to talk a little defense. Um, obviously, we'll get to the quarterbacks because that's gonna take a while to even hash out. Um, why? Well, because let's just let's, go there now. Then let's wait until we see him play a few snaps. Well, I agree, and and that's part of what I'm getting at. So let's just go to the quarterbacks now. Right. Um, look. If you want to take down every statistic that the quarterbacks in camp have during practice, that's fine. Go ahead. Do it. I get it. It's part of what you do. Um, I I don't need to do that. I I don't need somebody to do that for me. Um, I I can see. I can, can see what's going on. 
statistics, as is the case with games themselves, do not always tell the whole story. Um, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, once lost a game to the Houston Texans in which, uh, what was it, the Texans returned three pick sixes? Yeah. No, it was two. Uh, was it two? It was two. Aaron, fumble, Aaron Glenn. That's right. That's right. And, 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 and they, had just, a total of, they had a total of 43 yards of offense in yeah. that one. And if you looked at the stats, you would have said, well, this can't be right. That's my point. Um, we've well, been through I mean, a little that's, over. That's the exception. It isn't the rule. Well, but my, my but point I, is that. I, what I'm going to say to illustrate the point you're just sure. making, and I agree with you, is yeah. the, is what, what Trubisky was talking about when he was talking about practice about yeah. a week ago when he said, you know, you go into practice and you're trying things. You're figuring out what works. You're trying things that you may not try in a game just to see if you can make it work. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you can, then great. You insert it in the game plan. And if you if it doesn't fly, you throw it out. And, and this is this Sorry, is where buddy, we yeah. eliminate those things. This is this is how we come, this is the process. Right. So and practice stats are are a great deal less meaningful than game stats. Especially in especially in Latrobe. Like what I mean in Latrobe? Yeah, in late yes. I mean yeah, sorry, yeah. In Latrobe. Why do you say that, Ryan? Why why is it meaningless or not meaningless, but less meaningless? I don't want to say meaningless because right. like, listen, right. kudos kudos to everybody tracking those stats. It's 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 just another tool in the toolbox. But we don't know what the coaches are looking for. Also, right. too, Naj has been out, Chase Claypool's been out, Deontay has been out. Uh, Pat, uh, Muth has been out. Muth, yep. So like you got all this shit like, and and then the other thing is too. I like, oh my god, like, I feel <laughs> I'm gonna say this, but I I wish you y'all could experience seven shots be, before seven shots was cool. Like seven shots yeah. now, yeah. In training, you, you Ben, you're looking perplexed. Yeah, seven shots goes back to cower. Yes, but but. For, for this year in particular, because mm-hmm. Ben isn't there, and yeah. there's a quarterback. Well, I don't want to say called a controversy. There's a quarterback competition. It's, yes. it's it's just like it like seven shots is like super big this year. Like seven shots has been around my whole time there, yeah. and I wish you could see seven shots that first week of practice so you know who's running first team reps, so you know whether that's quarterback offensive line eligibles it doesn't matter and then i want to see what the fucking results are i don't give a shit right because like if you and kudos to my kudos to the media guys that are tracking that stuff but go back and look go back and look at like what has happened in seven shots right mm-hmm. and it'll mm-hmm. be like uh it'll be like trubisky incomplete pass to who the fuck is that guy like <laughs> <laughs> you're exactly right like, right for, Trubisky will be here in some form or fashion. <laughs> right. That other guy, sorry, man, I don't know who that is. And no disrespect. And and I want I, I hit uh, no disrespect if he's watching this fucking. Uh, you, oh, know, you know he's watching. He's like, we got some eligible like Stern Virgin or something. <laughs> Mary Steen Virgin, Ted Danson's wife. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'm on All Step right. Brothers. But I'm just saying, like. No disrespect to that guy. He ain't going to be here unless, like, there's some, like, drastic, like, so, like, this is, like, take all this shit with a grain of salt. Like, yes. and I'm telling you this right now, Tomlin knows what the media is saying, 
and he's fucking rotating these guys in and out just to fuck with people. I'm telling you that right now. So forgive me after after I rip a piss after this, but forgive me (laughs) if I don't pay attention to these stats in Latrobe. No, you're you're exactly right. I I mean, you're right. I, I couldn't say it any better. So Ryan, you're, you're talking about all these mixes of personnel that ain't gonna happen in a regular season game. Exactly, I get it. No, it's a completely valid point. But but yeah. Ryan, uh, on the pronunciation of Latrobe, oh boy, it's Latrobe. Did you pick that up from pe- from the, the denizens of Latrobe? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, huh. There's a. I don't even know if it's there anymore because or if it is R.I.P. because of the pandemic. But there's a spot in Latrobe called the Tin Lizzie. Um, I, I don't think I could get there sober. Um, <laughs> I, I need, I need, I need, it's like beer fest where you need to be drunk to get there. But I remember like going there one night and like, I mean, I stick out like a sore thumb if I'm out of, outside of Pittsburgh, but, um, I remember I said like Latrobe and I remember someone was in there like Latrobe. I was like, okay. <laughs> so they'll, they'll like, seriously they'll correct you there in Latrobe, huh? I don't think if, it was. They, I don't think it was a correction. I think it was a more of like this needs to be said this way. <laughs> yeah, and I understood that. I I know people that live there that call it Latrobe, and they think that calling it Latrobe is redneck. Oh, uh, now, here we go. And I'm like, uh, okay, I don't live here. I don't. I don't got to vote. I don't really care. <laughs> I'll no. say this. When you're at a bar for the first time and you know you're out of place and someone corrects you on a pronunciation of the spot you're in. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Latrobe. When in yeah, Rome, right, baby. You know? When exactly. in Rome, Ryan. Just roll when in it. Rome. Yeah, right. yep. And then the next day, I asked people like at camp about it. And the consensus was the correct re- the correct pronunciation is Latrobe. Mm. Okay. Well, how, how did Arnold Palmer say it? Didn't, he's not from I've Latrobe, never met he? him, RIP, but I enjoy his beverage. Is he I from? He, I, thought he, I thought he was from Latrobe. Yes, he is. I, Latrobe? I never got to meet him, though, but he's Oh, from I didn't Latrobe. know that. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, Arnold Palmer Airport. Yeah. I would take how he said it, and then I would run with it. That's I a good idea. Yeah. Get to Google how he said it. I, I, never, I, I'm I never sure it's out him. there somewhere. Um, yeah, I'm but, sure he's talked about it someplace. You know, could get, get video back to these, right? these quarterbacks, though. Yeah. Um, th- the point was made this week amongst many of our chats that, you know, Kenny Pickett got some time with the second team when he had just been with the third team. <laughs> and he actually played better. Is there, something to be, better. is there something to be said for the fact that the third team O-line just freaking sucks? Okay. The way it's been described to me is the third team offensive line is not good. But that the depth along the defensive line, in particular, okay. is very good. Okay, it, the defensive line last thought? year, the defensive line last yeah. year, the defensive line depth last year was poor. Right. But if you're running Chris Wormley, who's started a bunch of games in this league now, mm-hmm. and he's going up against some undrafted free agent out of you know Westchester State, yeah. who's a third or fourth team offensive guard that guy's getting his ass kicked yeah and Worley and Wormley's going 100 he's not screwing around so oh, it, no. it makes things difficult for the third team quarterback and that's this is all I'm talking about it's just that the depth along the d-line right now is is very good and they're 
they're putting the third team offense at a disadvantage. So they move Mason back and he's playing worse. Right. <laughs> and right. they move, they move their first round pick up and he's playing much better. He's getting better protection. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, it's a reflection of both. It's a reflection of the defense and the offensive line not being very good at the, at the third level. That's a very young offensive line for the it most is. part. It, it really is. And if you got guys at the third level there, they're not going to be great guys. They're just not. Well, and, and if you listen to Tomlin this week, I mean, I, I think it's still Mitch Trubisky or bust. You know, to, to I be agree. starting quarterback, quarterback, uh, has he had some moments where it hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't played real well? Yes. But again, there are a lot of things that go into that. Um, and, and so again, great assault. Uh, the, the gonna, thing, the thing you know, that stands out is that Trubisky has been good on long plays. Yeah. And the other quarterbacks kind of haven't, they've been consistent producing on shorter plays right which is what we did last year which is what the hell they want to get away from to, to create room for the run game both by improving the line and throwing the ball longer if you got eight and nine guys in the box every time it's a lot more difficult to run the ball no question no doubt about it yeah um speaking of running the ball Najee got stepped on during um the first day of pads, I think that goes back to Monday. God, did you um, see Najee in that uh, on the Instagram video standing <laughs> next to Tomlin? Jesus, that is a big, big man. Jesus, his, his thighs Christ. are as big as Tomlin is. Um, Jesus Christ, and, and, dude. and can we just admit they're not football pants anymore? I mean, he was basically wearing bike shorts. Well, yeah, but you know? but I know yeah, but you can you can do that yeah. in practice. You can't do it on game day. He didn't even have unless your name is. Uh, is, is Chris Boswell. You can wear shorty shorts. That's right. Have you notice that? He's oh, he always wears the shorty shorts. And he, yep. he just, he just, he wears tights underneath it. Yep. Yeah. Man, if I had quads like that, I'd never wear shorts. <laughs> like, no, like Boswell? No, like Naj. Yeah. Oh, he's just, I mean, I'd he's wear like shorts all the time Hulk, if I had man. quads like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd, he's, I'd he's, wear, I'd be wearing, it'd be 20 degrees out of be wearing shorts. Yeah. Quads some wool are socks. Through those babies. Some wool socks um, and a scarf and some shorts. It'd be, I'll be fine. I'm fine. And, you know, real quick on the running back, too. Uh, McNichols, the kid they just signed, he uh shoulder Dude. injury and, and he's uh he's already out. They signed yeah, Master he's done Teague. For the year. Uh Master Teague, I mean, if his NFL career doesn't work out, he should be like a rapper or something. I mean, with that. No, if Master is, Teague's you know. NFL career doesn't work out, have you seen him? This guy is jacked. Oh, he yeah, I've a heard pro that. bodybuilder. Okay. He is well, hopefully jacked. he plays that way. Um, uh I I, I, I looked know. at the guy and I was like, so you're a power back. That's all, huh? Okay, I get it now. Well, they they've been very impressed with um, Jalen. Uh, what what is it? War, uh, Warren. Warren. Yeah, yeah. He, man, everybody's been talking up this yeah. kid. People I've talked to said he just man, he squares the shoulders, he hits the hole. You don't you don't have anywhere to really tackle him because he gets the shoulders down so well. Yeah. And but well, he, but he's but he's know. five he's five eight two fifty. Oh. Hey, nobody's suggesting he's going to be all pro, but hey, you, you know, know you, you just never know what when if, you find these what, guys. What were Mel Moelde Moore's measurements? Huh? 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 Well, 
No, I, that's just it. I mean, I'm rooting for this. Maloney Moore was on the was on the Minnetonka love boat. Moore was <laughs> was he really? <laughs> he was, was he? wasn't he? He was with Culpepper. He, he was five nine. Red Smoot, <laughs> Smoot dog. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm an asshole dog. tonight. Whatever. You're drinking his Miller Lights. You're an like John Madden. Scarps is going to burst through the screen like John Madden at the end of a Miller Lite commercial. Uh, it's beautiful. That was the best commercial ever. No Scarps, YouTube that. You kids, YouTube that. It's wonderful TV. Uh, get back. back. The, uh, the name was Jace Sternberger. Oh, no disrespect to Jace Sternberger. But Why not? Is he the Ohio State kid? I don't I don't even know where he went to school. Oh, Sorry, no. A&M. Double disrespect. Um. But we're talking about running backs, but we also we also mentioned earlier about um, the sort of short passing game. Mm-hmm. And there was a chart in the last couple of weeks. I think Warren Sharp uh, tweeted out about Good follow on Twitter. Yeah, about success, very analytical uh, yep. stats, like really good stuff. And Steelers fans think he's a, Steelers fans get mad at him and think he's a hater. But like he nah. literally like. Like he provides, he has facts, you know, he has data. Um, but the Steelers' top three receivers last year on success on first down rates were like in the bottom 50. Like, not one of them was above 35% success rate on third down. So, as much as people want to say, well, Ben was done, excuse me, Ben was shot last year. Well, if they run the same shitty plays, um, it's going to be the same shitty results. So, you know, as, as important as it is to not worry about these reps, the one thing I have seen, at least from tweets from people covering practice, is that mm-hmm. this offense is very Canada like. Um, and to much me, more that's, so than it was. Yes. That's scary because as much as, as much as, as he sucks. Well, so <laughs> there's a, the, the, in tangent, I said it. You don't, you don't yeah, have to, no, agree. No, no, no. no, but like, if we get off course, I don't give a shit. Cause I say this because like, I know Ben sucked last year. I I, I know, I know some, I, I don't know, know at points I, Ben was money. Yes. He sucked, but he was clutch. And I yeah. know for a fact, he probably was like, I don't want to do this shit. So if no. he didn't want to play under center, it sucks, but you know what? He kind of earned that right. But my <laughs> point being is that even if you play under center and you throw short of the sticks on third and seven, you got to no make argument. sure that, you're putting faith in your receivers as well. Yep. So if we're doing the same bullshit we've been doing on offense, I don't give a shit who the quarterback is. I don't give a shit who the eligibles are. It ain't going to work. Right. So, so all these pre all these stats and Latrobe and all these, uh, all this, all this, whatever. I don't know if it's just vanilla or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, or if it's just like, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to show our cards. But if it's the same bullshit that has been, I don't give a shit how many jet sweeps you give to Chase Claypool or how many this and that. Maybe these guys are trying different things in practice because they're like, "Eh, maybe this, eh, I don't like this play. Mm -hmm. I'm just throwing that out there because like, Kenny Pickett don't know any better, but maybe Mason does and maybe Mitch does. Well, since we're talking about this, I just want to go off on another quick tangent. Do it. One of the things that's been noticed about Kenny Pickett is that he's been good in camp this year. So far, it's early. He's been good when things break down and he has to go off script. When the play breaks down, it doesn't fucking work. And he has to 
scramble, run around, and find somebody who's open. He's been very good. That may be his strength. Sounds a little like know. somebody else from a while Yeah, ago. it does. It does. And then we have another guy who can't roll to his left. So, I don't know, man. Um, yeah. My only thing uh, about that. Guess what? Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. My only thing about that is, and we're talking about Latrobe again. Let's not act like guys don't quit on a play or give a shit or or hold off because the play is extended too long. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've you've watched a practice there. Anybody that's watched a practice there, after a certain amount of time, people just stop. Well, yeah, you 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 realize uh, yeah, even, yeah, even I mean, if you don't it, blow the whistle, if some if, do. if if you have a roster spot, you can do. Oh, that. not mm-hmm. all guys are going to stop, but <laughs> no. I'm saying that like if your name is Carlin's Platel, you ain't stopping. But he's, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and he's picked off Kenny Pickett like twice. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, which isn't good. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, I do, I do, yeah, I have heard that about Kenny Pickett as well. Yeah, I, 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 I don't give a shit who starts on this team. I tweeted this earlier this week. I'm going to root for him. Absolutely. Especially um, if it's Mason Rudolph, you'll be super excited. <laughs> I hope I, I don't okay. care if it's you Rudolph. Ready the this, you ready for this receipt? I hope Mason wins. I hope Mason wins the starting job. I hope they beat Cincinnati in Cincinnati. <laughs> and I hope Mason throws the game winning touchdown and he lifts up his shirt and he has suck it seven on it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna who was it? Was it Bobby Carpenter? No, no. Who was the guy who had the who had the Superman T-shirt on under his jersey and whipped oh, it out? Remember oh, that? God. Under Cower. No, I know Mark remembers it. I, I don't remember. I don't care. Two thousand three ish. Bobby. Sh- no. Oh, Bobby. Well, Greg, Greg Lloyd wore a, a Superman logo shirt, but that well, obviously wasn't no, him. No, no, no. no. But he didn't, he didn't rip his shirt up when he scored a touchdown. Right. Lifted up. His, um. God damn it, wide receiver. It's always a wide receiver. Bobby Shaw? Like no. You said Bobby. That's what I said. Bobby. Bobby. I can't remember. Maybe one of our listeners will. Anyway. Cower I, I, I yeah. was fucking livid. Yeah. He was. I think they've won five games. They were losing by 20. This guy scored a touchdown <laughs> and lifted his jersey up to show a Superman t shirt underneath his pads. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that ain't gonna right. go over well. You're, uh, and Cower was, you know, that fucking jaw and the spit. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. God, I can't think. I'll, I'll figure it out. That uh, was awesome. Yeah. Now I gotta um, Google it. Defensively, and 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 Ben, I agree with what you said earlier when we were talking. You know, until I see Devin Bush in 2022, I'm not gonna make too many, uh, uh, you know, conclusions here. But you know. Robert Spillane is is having a very very good camp. He's getting some time with the ones. Um, there there are some reports people I've talked to that Bush doesn't look much different than he did last year. Kind of hesitant at times. Um, what do, what do you do? Do you just roll with this Spillane, knowing that you've got limitations there? Uh, I think if you roll with Spillane, you're going to get targeted on whatever downs that Spillane is in so safe to assume he'll be in on first down right 
in most cases? No, not necessarily. No. no. Um, he'll be in on short yardage downs. Okay. For sure. Um, he's very limited athletically, right. but if Bush is limited athletically or won't hit anybody, yep. what the hell's the difference? So I, I don't know exactly what they're going to do there. The good news is this. Miles Jack has been one of the best defenders on this team thus far in camp. Really good. He's camp. standing out yep. on a defense that boasts TJ Watt and Cam Hayward and Minka Fitzpatrick. And he's still in there making plays and standing out, you know, as an individual performer. Mm-hmm. So this is a very, very positive development for this defense. This guy. So how much does it affect him though if the guy next to him isn't playing up to snuff? Uh to a degree, but to me, inside linebacker play more than anything else has to do with the way the defensive front, the four or five guys in front of them play. And if those guys are difficult to block and can figure out the blocking scheme and penetrate anyway, and and the offensive line has to pool more resources to block them, Mm -hmm. it creates opportunities for the inside linebackers. Aaron Smith, going way back, was great at identifying what the blocking scheme was going to be, and he was like, he was impossible to block. He didn't make every play. No. But he was that guy who was always there. You couldn't move him out of his position. He was he should and be Case, in the Hall of Honor. And I'm sure he'll get it's, there. It's coming. And I'm Seriously. sure he'll get there. Fucking love Aaron Smith. Anyway, yeah, it's coming. And, and then you had Casey Hampton next to him. And by the way, he was pretty good too. Same with Hamp. Agree. I mean, I mean, you know, so th- that was a great defensive line. You know, Kiesel was probably the weakest player on that defensive line, and he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He really was. Yeah, no, no question about it. I mean, I, I'm encouraged the fact that it sounds right now like they've found some depth on this defensive line. Now, again, you got to figure, you know, who they're going against every day and so on and so forth. But they're at least getting guys that they feel confident enough to roll with a little bit. Um and man, I'm telling you, if they can go into the season with depth at that position, with after what we saw last year, what a huge God, asset! That was horrible last huge year. Huge asset. God. The, the the one the one thing that concerns me, and I I didn't listen to the whole interview, so I want I want to say that off the yeah. bat. But uh, Terrell Austin talked to talked to 93.7 the fan and said that Fuck. Robert Spillane. Uh, Terrell Austin said that if, if, if the season started today, it would be Miles Jack and Devin Bush, mm-hmm. but Robert Spillane has basically put himself in, in contention. And I don't assume that that's to replace Miles Jack. I assume that that's to replace Devin Bush. And yeah. this is no disrespect to Robert Spillane. Um, I think that he's good against the run and we all saw that sma- that hit no against Derrick Henry. Like, Smart I mean, I'm going to say like, I mean, Robert Spillane at that point literally didn't give a shit if he died or not, and like, I mean, that's all we really ask of like of 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 the of our Steelers, that's right? 
if a number one draft choice in Devin Bush is sort of on the cusp of being overtaken by a guy in Robert Spillane. Uh, so I look at this as. Well, hey, never is, question the heart of a Western Michigan Bronco. Listen, That's what Bobby Spillane guy. is. I buddy. get it. I'm a Mac guy. I get it. Mike yep. Mitchell all the way. Y'all fucking hated Mike Mitchell. Shame on you all. Shame, shame, yeah. shame. <laughs> anyway, you're right, Ben. If the D-line's doing its job, doesn't really matter. No, it yeah. matters, but it's, yeah. it's different. So different that being said, like last year when it was literally, uh, you know, you could drive a truck through through those holes for running backs. Devin Bush, even in his prime, what's he going to do? What's Joe Show Joe Schubert last year? What are they going to do? They're going to do shit. So I don't want it to be like Miles Jack was a bad signing if they struggle early on when it could be the defensive line. But if the defensive line is good, maybe they keep Devin Bush around longer, mm-hmm. longer than he should be. But it's never good. I don't know if Terrell, Terrell Austin was asked that question directly. Is yeah. Robert Spillane in the mix? But if he brought his name up for no reason, to me that says a lot. <laughs> I, I agree. It's the, the linebackers D line. It's a symbiotic relationship. Am I wrong? Yeah. I mean, no, you're right. Yeah, no, I agree. With <laughs> it, you. it is a symbiotic relationship. In fact, look at last year. Yeah, Micah Fitzpatrick, the defensive front, the front, the defensive. Let's call it seven guys, not doing their job well enough. No. Fitzpatrick had to run up and play linebacker from fucking middle field, from center field, run up and play linebacker. That's ridiculous. He should no. not have to do that. No, no, and and that's it. Just can't happen. And, Feel uh, bad. What's yeah. next on the agenda? On the agenda, uh, change the subject. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just. I'm just asking. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I got a quick discussion of injuries, and and the good news there is, look, nothing too serious. Knock on wood. Okay, Cam Sutton again. Yeah, Cam Sutton did leave the field today under his own power. He's got kind of a knee injury they're keeping track of, but I heard know, knee contusion, any... whatever the yeah. hell that means. Um, how do you how do you contuse your knee? Have you guys ever had a contusion? Yeah, sucks. Sure. It's like a dent uh, in the muscle. How do you contuse your knee? Uh, I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't want to get. Uh, been out a little bit. What's Friermuth's injury? Uh, I don't know. I can't I remember. They um, don't have to detail injuries. No, right they don't. They're like hockey. Here's right the thing. Now. They're just like, eh, he's out. They don't even know. No, Mark, it's body. not even like hockey right yeah, now. They don't have to yeah. say upper body, lower body. They don't have to yeah. say shit. You just guess based on what you see. Yeah, he's uh, out. Najee got stepped on. What? Claypool had what looked like a shoulder. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, so I, I, again, not, this isn't like what you saw over in Denver with Tim Patrick, the receiver, uh, tearing an ACL. It's just awful. Um, you know, anytime you see these guys. That was I mean, my fantasy sleeper this year. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, you can have that dude dialed up, man. Well, thank God you didn't have your draft yet. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that stuff as well. Um, no, I wasn't being a dick. The reason I asked, yeah, well, what's up? It's because a certain Pittsburgh sports personality tweeted, "Oh, Kenny Pickett projections. Best case scenario, Joe Burrow. 
Worst case scenario, Kirk Cousins. Middle Worst scenario, case? middle scenario, Derek Carr. The disrespect really? to all three of those guys is off the fucking charts. Okay. <laughs> but you're saying best case scenario is so Joe Tony. Burrow. And Joe Burrow, fucking Matt guy. Well, no, Ohio State. Ohio State yeah. But Athens, Ohio, his dad was the, yeah. o, the coordinator at OU. So, like, listen, I got a soft spot for Joe Burrow. If you watch the show, you understand. But those are the projections you're going to give Kenny Pickett. Like, listen, Pony. It's Pony. Oh, and I love Pony. Good dude deep down. But he's selling his soul for this engagement and these clicks and this bullshit. I would never do that ever in my life. This dude hasn't even taken a fucking snap yet. And you're saying the worst case scenario is Kirk Cousins? Let me tell you something about Kirk Cousins. You can hate him. You can shit on him. Kirk Cousins is a pretty damn good quarterback. I'm not saying he's great. I'm not saying he's amazing. But you know what? Started for the last four or five years in the league. Kirk Cousins on my team any day. Kirk Cousins has started for 10 years, and yes, he's a legitimate NFL starter, which makes him an an elite athlete. Yes. There aren't even 32 of those guys in the world. Middle projection, Derek Carr? If Kenny Pickett is half as good as Derek Carr is, I would be fucking stunned. I I have, and and I said this before he was drafted and talked a whole bunch of shit, Derek Carr light. He is... Speaking like, of, are we spawning? Yeah. We call up the Miller guys. Let's, yeah. get, let's, get, let's get some uh, he, advertising he is, in there, baby. similar to Derek Carr in playing style, but he has a weaker arm. So he's not even that good. I, and yeah, he's just doing it to get people riled up, but like. Absolutely. What the fuck? Like, how can you, how can you, how can you literally tweet that and well, sleep at night? I couldn't. I couldn't you, do it. Because oh, sleep at night you just spent five minutes talking about it. That's why he tweets that shit. Damn it. Yeah. He won again. God damn it. Curses. Yeah, but but that's, I, I mean, and I don't necessarily fault him. He's just fallen into the same trap that so, so many wait. of these other people have done now. They just Pony, put shit up Pony there. is the one no. that Ian refers to as Pitt Bayless, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of all yeah. makes sense now. Yeah. It's not, it, you know, whether he believes it or not, that's kind of secondary. Right. This it's will to, generate the most controversy. Create talking points, baby. Talking points, engagement, yep. whatever. I'm going to do this thing. Gets me the most attention. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, he exactly also tweeted is. that the Raiders and the Jaguars are both going to make the playoffs this year. Ooh. So, Ooh. I just um, noticed that Ryan's got a buzz. He just said Jaguars. Jaguars. Uh, Where's Ellie? Ellie would be like Jaguar. <laughs> Man, that is some cod swaddles Jaguar. right there. That's what that is. Uh, Boswell also signing his deal this week, um, basically making him uh, one of the highest paid kickers in the league, right up there with Justin Tucker. I mean, I think we've all said he's right there with him, other than the distance. I think Tucker's got him six to eight yards, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, but but other than that, he's been a terrific kicker, fourth most accurate in league history, and um, you know a great stealer. I mean, yeah, you pay the guy, and uh, you know I think I was him, surprised you know, they paid him as much as Tucker. I was and too. Honestly, if I'm Tucker, I'm immediately asking for a raise. I, I I'm with you. <laughs> I 
Ben, I thought the same thing. That is I'm that like, is not to say that Boswell doesn't deserve his money. He does. Right. right. Absolutely. But Tucker is the as much as I hate the fucking Ravens, you guys know of this. Of course. As much as I do, and I hate that fucker too. Oh, I can't Tucker's, stand him. He's an asshole. Obviously, <laughs> a douchebag I, I was I was always destined to hate. But <laughs> uh, you know, he's really good at his job. <laughs> he's yeah. the best. He's the best. I mean, basically, you you take Boswell and Tucker, and you put them next to each other, and they're the same guy, except that Tucker's range is seven to nine yards longer. It, it is. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And it is. And, and I'm look, I'm glad they resigned him. He's a, a very deserving guy. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I mean, you, you look at the considerations under which he came to Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, he, he didn't. I love have... that story Ryan told about writing yeah. up bios. <laughs> but what? Writing up bios for kickers. <laughs> oh, that's right. Listen, man. When, when we signed Sweeze after Jeff Reed, I was like, please, God, let this guy do good. And then he did so good. And then went to that dreaded, oh, the Hall of Fame games tonight. We went to that That's right. dreaded Hall of Fame game with the turf that looked like it was at my high school. Yeah. And just squeeze and went down. And then it was Garrett Hartley. And it's like, oh, here's 10 years off my life. And then he got hurt. And then it was Josh Scobie. And here's 10 more years off my life. Uh, and then we signed the unknown Chris Ball as well, and I'm like, yep. oh fuck, he's a he he ain't never been in the it, well, he he was he wasn't a rookie, he was a first year because he right it was the year before, but he had no stats, and I was like, praise the Lord. And then while looking this up the other day, this is oddly enough, while looking this up the other day, I forgot that we signed Shane Graham. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's for right. Like a week because Boz might have been hurt. And he never Shane Graham didn't even make the didn't even make the Sunday roster. Like no, it was just a right. precaution. That was another 10 years off my life. Shane Graham, if you're watching, <laughs> great fucking kicker. Anyway, point being is that Boz in the in the NFL his, NFL history in the postseason, only Robbie Gold has made more field goals without missing one. Robbie Gold has made 21 of 21 in the postseason in his career. Boz is 16 of 16. Unbelievable stuff. And then in the regular season, the most accurate kickers in NFL history in the regular season, minimum 150 makes. Boz is second all-time to Tucker. Yeah. is like 14th. And then Reed, Jeff Reed is even tied for like 32nd. So no. like the Steelers have literally had consistency a kicker for like 20 something years hey. now. And then if you look at that list, Randy goddamn Bullock is on that list. He's at like 20 <laughs> something and he kicked three field goals for the Steelers against I think the Giants at 20 something, 2015 right. or 16. That's I was right. there. But then Shane Graham is on that list and that's what got me back to like the Steelers have had uh, anyway, I'm rambling now. Call that's God. All right. It's all good. Uh, yeah, well, we're running. If AB's over. watching. AB, let's bury the hatchet, okay? Uh, yeah, right. And we're, and we're you put that suit, shit on baby. with him. Turn that shit on. He's such a fucking. <laughs> what is it? It's put that shit on. Put and that it's shit worst, on. Not turn that shit on. It is I'm the worst it. thing. Is that the name of the song? Yeah, and it's it's. I don't know why anyone would pay money to see it performed. I do not. Man, he's it. living his best life. Good for him. I know. Man. I mean, he's 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 loving what he's doing, and he's you're right. He's living his best life. But, but 
only a matter of time before he wants to play football again. Or has to play football again. He's but burning yeah, maybe. through, I'll bet you. I'll bet you he's Only a matter of time before he, before he floats out a tweet like, hey, Tom Brady, what's up, man? Yep. <laughs> like, yep. The Bucks like aren't going to take him back. No, oh, I know no, that, no, but no, still. No. Steelers won't take him back. Nope. Who Deshaun will? Watson only gets suspended 10 games and then faces the Buccaneers in that 11th game, his first game back, and then A.B. signs with the Browns. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or the Browns are lives. Or, you know, Mike Brown <laughs> Mike Brown has never shied away from, from signing a guy who had a bunch of character issues. Uh, no. No, he's not. Any anybody you can sign, he can sign who's highly talented but has yep. character issues who will come on the cheap. That guy is like all over. It's but like, he yeah. won't sign. But he won't sign a top. Won't sign Bates. But he won't sign. I I would probably say top. I'd say top three safety. Maybe. I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Bates is awesome. And I and and I it might sound salty because I'm a Steelers fan and they're they're better than us now, but. He's really Jesse Bates he's is good really, player. really he's outstanding. Really yep. He's outstanding. Yep. And Mike Brown has a it's a fuck ton of cap space. He's got 18 million left this year and 35 next year and won't sign Bates. For for you pirate fans out there, <laughs> any Pittsburgh Pirate fans out there, Bob Nutting needs to go. There are plenty of Bob Nuttings in the NFL, but there's sure. a salary cap. I just want to say right. that. Did you see that oh, kid right. who? Did you see that, that kid was who got the picture next to? Got the picture next to Nutting. This we had sell the team before. Sell the team, and then Nutting literally looked at the looked shirt, at the shirt and then smiled. Thing? Oh, sell the team! Oh fuck! I saw <laughs> smiled and took the photo. Holy I mean, shit! Listen, kudos to Bob Nutting for like keeping his composure, whatever. Right. But like, what? A, like, what an insult! Like, if I, if I was if I had that much money and I saw that shirt, I'd be like, I'd go home and look in the mirror and be like. Man, I I, I got to do better. <laughs> I, yeah, kudos to the kid. Great that job kid is fucking yeah. legendary. He will be a legend in the bird whatever forever. the hell his name is. He's legendary. Yeah. Well, if he's a Steelers fan, uh, maybe he can I'm reach sure out he here is. on the show and get him uh, on a we'll podcast. Him, we'll get him on the pot. Let him uh, chat it up a little bit. But uh, anyway, we're about done chatting it up, so we're gonna wrap things Are up we? here. Uh, we are Steelers. Uh, we're still about oh, wow. 10 we're days away in. from uh, kicking off the preseason uh, against the Seattle Seahawks. Steelers will play the Seahawks and the, the Jaguars. It is. It is. Jaguars. Why do you... And then uh, Sorry, we finish with the Leos. Uh, and then Why do you make Seattle come across the country? That's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, well, it's preseason For game. preseason game, that is really dumb. I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, by- they had always been regional games. You know, we play Washington, Detroit, Detroit, Carolina, Washington. Yeah, exactly. I mean, teams where you don't have to travel very. I, I do. I feel bad for Seattle. I think that's stupid. Um, they I mean, somebody put it another had, way. Put it another way. What if the Steelers had to, had to fly to San Francisco? Agreed. Oh, for a preseason game, we'd be right. like, "What? What the fuck is this shit?" Yeah. Oh, I'd be pissed. Absolutely pissed. Um, but that'll be for another show. All right, for these guys and for Ellie, thanks so much for listening. Make sure you leave a comment, leave a review for us. Uh, tell us how awesome we are, please. Uh, this is the SCB <laughs> Steelers Podcast. Send presented. all your hate mail to Steel Dad. <laughs> Send it to me. Presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. Hate mail to Steel